They'll never want to see you change, change, change. They don't want to see you be the main, main, main. They only want to see you stay the same, same, same. It's all good, charge it to the game, game, game. Now I hold it down all by my lonely. Go ahead and crop me out. You never wasn't down and we was homies. Now you wanna count me out. Back when I was down, you tried to shade me. But everything I've been through is what made me. So I've been getting to it, getting wavy. They're really trying to count me out. It amazed me. It be the ones who judge who really fake. And I ain't gonna let you shit on me and take. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you for listening to yet another episode of This Can't Be Life with your girl, Kay the Rebel. This is the first episode for 2020. Um, I'm kind of excited, you know, in a good mood. Um, positive spirit, positive thoughts, all of that. I hope that everyone brought in their new year surrounded by love, genuine people, and most importantly, with a positive mindset. So that way you are able to manifest whatever it is that you want for yourself this year. Um, let's get to it. Let's get it. Whatever it is that everybody's saying. Um, this is episode, shit, is it 64? I don't know. I, I, I gotta stop doing this. But anyways, um, I know that normally episodes have been started off with like this can't be life moments but I wanted to change that I don't think I really want to do that anymore it's not going to be a thing and instead I want to kind of start off every episode with something that I could call like a word from K and this week's word from K is about conflict resolution um I've developed a lot of conflict resolution strategies within the past year of my life. And I was able to move forward and build stronger relationships with about three people this this year. Well, past year, because that was 2019. Um, and I guess the word that I want to share with um, anybody that's listening is, you cannot resolve conflicts with someone who refuses to keep it real or lacks accountability. You also cannot resolve conflict with someone who is a pessimist. At that point, it's probably better to just bow out gracefully because you're never going to reach a common ground. And that's all for this week's Words with Kay. This episode, um, oh yeah, I was way off. I'm not even going to go back and edit this. Like, terrible. This is episode 66. And, um... This week's episode was inspired by um, an episode of Love and Hip Hop New York that I watched this week. I know I, I, I've I been saying for a while, that like, okay, I'm not going to be tuning into these things. But I couldn't help it because my mom was at my house at the time. And she's a faithful, you know, um, watch, watcher of the show or whatever. She tunes in every week. So while she was over here and I was doing her hair, she had it on. And there was a scene where Safari and Erica Mena were arguing. And the argument was about 
him sending a text to Yandy stating how he would love to have her at their wedding. However, he led Erica, which everyone knows is his fiance, future wife, to believe that Yandy would not be invited. And the reason why she wasn't supposed to, I guess, be invited from Erica's point of view is because Erica has a history with Yandy, which has been a little bit rocky, I guess, like during the time she dated Rich Dollars. And they played like these other clips of times where I guess Yandy tried to do business with Erica and Erica kind of lashed out and fought people like fought Kimbella. There was another scene with her fighting somebody. I don't even remember. Because I think this is like the 12th or 13th season of I Love Hip Hop New York. So I can't even remember. But anyways, um, in the argument, what I observed was Erica was just kind of going in on Safari saying that his actions kind of lacked loyalty or that he was two-faced because he sent that text to Yandy saying he would love to have her there, knowing how his wife felt about her being present for their special day. I beg to differ. Um, even Stevie Wonder can see that Safari is just not aggressive. He's not confrontational and he comes in peace. Erica is his exact opposite. Like she welcomes any and all the smoke. She's always on 10, super aggressive, and she's just emotional in her decision-making anyway. And Safari has always been that laid back, calm, cool, collective kind of guy. And for her to automatically like expect for him to be with the shits or like be down for conflict and not try to make peace or choose peace is ridiculous. I mean, he's been very consistent with his character over the years. He's pretty much a passive guy from what I've observed when he went through like the little beef with Meek Mill Nicki Minaj saying things about him, videos of him being chased down in the streets when people wanted to attack him, not to mention, I think, getting his chain snatched and not really trying to retaliate or wanting to handle it kind of through the courts. So again, stand by what I just said a few moments ago. He comes in peace. So while his wife-to-be is ready for things to crash and burn and ready for the smoke, he would rather ride off into the sunset. He's been so consistent, I think, with his persona, you know, giving everybody that's friend or foe this clear indication that he's very well aware of himself and his intentions. And that is to just be a peaceful guy. I'm not sure, like, why Erica um, even has agreed to spend the rest of her life with him have a child with him, but ignore the fact that this is who he is. I think, you know, she should definitely uh, chill. What's crazy is my perspective works both ways in this situation because Safari cannot expect Erica to come in peace and be on some kumbaya type shit either. Like that's not an option for her ever. I mean, she's on the defense all the time. You know, if she's got beef with somebody, she'd rather keep it that way. It's kind of like, you know, that famous quote from Cardi B. You know, if a bitch gonna have beef with me, she's gonna have beef forever. 
you know, and um, I definitely think she's consistent as well. I mean, as much as who she's depicted on reality TV, we want black women to stay away from that narrative. But at the same time, I can't knock her for it because that's who she is. Like, if she 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 got a problem with you, it's 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 permanent. It's usually not like reversible. She doesn't want to reverse it. And who am I to judge her and how she wants to deal with things, you know, in in her life? So it's just kind of like I don't understand why either one of them would be trying to to change to change each other. And again, I understand she was so upset because she felt like. He was like being two-faced or not being real. And I don't agree with that. And reason being is because he knows she's kind of crazy. So I think he may just say things just to keep the peace. Or like he likes his friendship that he has or values his friendship with the Andy that he doesn't want to create conflict. He would just rather, or I think really his mindset is, if me and you are at the all ten, Yandy's just sitting somewhere out in the pew. I don't know if the wedding's gonna be at our church or wherever the venue is. Yandy's not really gonna ruin your day or do anything. Like Yandy is definitely not gonna cause any harm to Erica or Safari. So I think that's what he thinks. But she's just feeling like you're being a punk bitch. You're being, you know, two faced. Like if I said I don't really fuck with her like that, and even though you do, like I don't want her to be there, but. I think that they're both they're both wrong. Um and you you just need to, you know, as far as relationships go, like realize who you're with. You know, and you're either going to love that person or leave that person. Trying to change them there's there's never going to be any any good that's ever going to come from that. It's going to be a lot of resistance, resentment. It's 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 just going to be a mess. Um and this isn't just me voicing my opinion on their life. Even in my own marriage, I've had to kind of go through that. Um, I guess a, a, a brief example that I can give is that my husband has a handful of friends. Some of them I love, while others I definitely could do without. The ones that I don't agree with, um, in the past, usually in the beginning stages, you know, of us being together, I would get annoyed when he hung out with them. Or if they like did something to him that I considered wrong, A, and B, that I probably would cut somebody off for, but then like he would choose to forgive, bruh, that shit would piss me off. Like I, I hated it so much, but going to therapy has kind of helped me get past that. I no longer make comments about who he chooses to, to befriend. I just sit back and let the chips fall as, as they may because his relationships with those people don't really affect our marriage. So it's like I kind of just have to let it go, you know. On the flip side, <laughs> my husband, I guess the thing that I could say that he has tried to maybe change about me is that he wishes I were more social. He hates that I'm an introvert. He's not used to being around introverts at all. Like he comes from a very, very socially driven family. So when he has brought me in like new social settings, it has made him like really uncomfortable like in the past that I was just kind of so quiet. 
And many of the people that are in like his inner circle, they're 420 folks. And some of them are also, you know, people that like to drink. You know, it goes hand in hand. I don't smoke at all. And I only drink on occasion. So I think by default, it makes me stick out like a sore thumb. And so when I was used to be in his social environment back then, like I was okay with it. And, but he always felt like it was awkward for him or maybe other people thought things like, oh, like she's not fucking with us or she thinks she's too good. Like whatever. I I don't know. And I guess because I wouldn't say much, I let, well, I granted them the opportunity to make assumptions or presumptions about me. Um, but how I operate, although my husband doesn't agree with it and wish that he probably could change that about me is if all I have for you is a higher buy when I first meet you it's really nothing personal your intellect your energy is what will have my spirit be attracted to you and it's taken a, a few years but now my husband understands that I have like a mental trial before I allow myself to establish like a connection with folks you know some people make the cut and some don't now, he's actually um, made some changes in that sense where I don't get him upset as much, where he wants to push for that change for me to go from being an introvert to an extrovert. So now he's learned that he has to just gauge what events he should bring me to and which ones he will be like, you know what, I'm just going to leave her ass right at home. But, of course, there's a couple other things. I could probably be here all day. Um, about the relationship piece or what my marriage, about other things that we, as we're constantly, we're growing together that like we wanted to maybe change about each other, but there's no point in that. It's, it, 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 it really is. It, all it does is create a, a wedge between you and your partner and, and you will not get any closer to each other. You will be further from each other. Again, it creates resistance and resentment when you keep trying to change a partner. Now, getting away from the relationship piece, I know everything's about relationships, but you can't change your family or your friends either. I mean, th that'd be like the worst, the worst ever thinking that you're going to change them. Um, I guess I could go with my parents real quick. Like, my mom, I wish at times that she wasn't so damn bougie. Like, sometimes it, it, it really annoys me. But I understand now she's not letting up on that, period. She is always going to go for the best of everything. She will never downscale. That's just not her. She's just not going to do it. Um, even if she had a change in financial status, I still think she would have like a, a certain mindset that she's just not doing certain things. And it's funny because my brother has adopted those qualities, you know, like her, but me, I'm, I'm not bougie like that. I mean, I beg, some people might beg to differ, but I don't feel that I am. Um, now that I have grown and matured, you know, I understand why she is that way. And it makes it a lot easier for me to accept it. And although there's those moments that it annoys me, I truly love the woman. And I, um... I don't want to change that about her. She she can be that. That's fine. 
And then we have my dad on the other hand. He will not loosen up and his personality is just fucking as dry as a fucking desert in Arizona. I mean, he's so like Bible driven and by the book. It's like, relax, bro. Get your briefs out of a bunch. I don't think he wears briefs, but whatever. Just please do that. Please, like, just relax. It's okay to laugh at something that may be a little devilish or maybe a sin or something. Relax. It doesn't make you any less holy. Like, come on. Um, You know, but I've accepted that. Like, I know what I can joke with him about and, and what I can. And then I've also had to kind of make my husband be aware of that. Or some of my siblings, my younger siblings, when they're making jokes like around him, I'd be looking at them like, just shut the fuck up. Don't do it. Cause this is shit is going to lead to a motherfucking lecture. And I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't please. Um, <laughs> I have another family member who is like hella socially awkward and making a connection or interacting with her is sometimes draining. And I've like giving up, you know, like, all right, fine. You, that's where you're at. You know what? You could just stay over there. I am not, I love, I love you girl, but I'm, I'm not even going to try anymore. It is what it is. Um, overall, I don't think, I mean, now that we got the family piece out the way, I don't know too many people that really go out their way to change their friends. I mean, I think that we're all human. You know, I'm a realist at the end of the day. There are definitely times where I'm sure you're like, all right, I wish this bitch or nigga or whoever would do X, Y, or Z. Maybe you want them to get their life in order. Maybe you want your homegirl to stop choosing fuckboys. Maybe you want your bestie or your homie to stop going back and forth with their baby mother or their baby father. Maybe you want them to stop playing the victim in every situation they have in their life. Maybe you want them to be more accountable. Maybe you want your friend to stop fucking fronting. Maybe they be fronting on the gram or something. I, I don't. I don't know. But I will say this, like, although you have, you know, you, you have those thoughts, those thoughts in your head, you, no one's really going out their way to probably try to change, change their friends. I think that's more something that we do with our partners or our romantic relationships. Um, but I will tell you this about those friends that you do have those thoughts about that sometimes you'd be like, damn, I wish that. Yeah, this person would not do this or not be like that. When you watch your friend do shit to other people that you may not respect or agree with, do not ever think for one second that you will be exempt. Your day is coming too. I don't know when it'll be, but oh man, it's going to come. And the table's going to turn and one day you're going to be it. And how you choose to deal with it is completely up to you. But here and today on this motherfucking podcast, I'm going to just say this. I experienced a situation where someone I considered a friend started being passive and aggressive towards me. Immature and corny. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I, I never sugarcoat. Now, I've watched them do this to other people for a while now. And at first, I would try to get them to see the error in their ways or how their negative response to situations or negative outlook, you know, would kind of determine why things weren't working out for them. And 
the corny and amateur antics didn't affect me or my life directly. So I'll just be like, you know what? Stop preaching to a motherfucking person that's just not listening. They're not there yet. And you can't try to make them be there because they just ain't there. They don't see it that way. Um, so, you know, I stopped saying things. And so at the end of the day, when I was saying stuff, I don't think it again came from me wanting to change them. I just cared about that person and I wanted them to be the best version of themselves because I had seen them at their best. But long story short, the same way I watched them handle conflicts and other issues with other people, yeah, I became, it was it. It was like, tag, you're it. You know, they started treating me the same way. And with that being said, it was time for me to be like, all right, we're done here. I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm not going to fuck with you on any level because you're just an asshole at this point, you know, and you clearly have me fucked up and <laughs> Pride and ego always has to ruin like dope relationships and dope bonds. And although I made that decision to be like, you know what? I'm taking a step back because I care about the person more than anything that I don't want to have to disrespect them. That, you know, I made that decision, but I can't reverse it. However, it's still disappointing. And then, you know... <laughs> I had a conversation, you know, with my spouse about it, which I kind of don't do because he doesn't get involved in stuff like that. The one thing he doesn't like to do is anything with females. That's not his expertise. Like, I don't want to talk about anything that got to do with bitches. And I, I'm quoting him verbatimly. Like, no, I'm not getting involved in it. Um, But when I did tell him, I was very, you know, shocked at his reaction because he's like, I'm not sure why you expected more from that person. Like, that individual's been corny and they were never real. And I guess it was like, oh, well, I guess maybe I was too close to the forest that I couldn't see the trees or vice versa, however that saying goes. Um, But anyways, yeah. More of the story is you cannot change nobody. Nobody. I don't care who they are. It's, it's just, it's just not going to happen, especially the older that we get in life. A lot of people are not going to be flexible and a lot of people are not going to compromise. A lot of people cannot see themselves outside of themselves. A lot of people don't realize how, who they are definitely can have an effect on other people, whether it is with or without intent. And, um, you know, what can you do? you know, nothing, just let people be, you know, be who they, be who they are. And it's either you, you, you love them for it and you accept it, or you just say that this doesn't work for me. You know, I'm, I'm all set. Um, you know, whether it's your partner, you know, whether it's a friend, a family member or, um, whoever. Um, and that's it for that. But, um, on a, another note, I do want to end this episode just having a um, moment of reflection and um, on everything that's going on, you know, with that orange asshole and, you know, lots of prayers up, you know, for the troops 
as well as their families and anybody that's Im impacted by the senseless killing or this war that we're about to enter or that's kind of already started or whatever. You know, it's very unfortunate. Hope that everybody is, you know, remains safe that we all do here in the U.S., that we don't experience any type of, you know, big, big attack. And, um, you know, if only we could just have a little bit more love and peace in the world. But at the end of the day, I'm probably asking for too much. And with that said, I'm signing off. Catch up with you guys next week. Peace.